queens now? My ballerina costume does. Grammy? Who are you? No, uh-uh, I don't remember. It's been a it's been a minute, been a hot minute. It's been minutes. It's been several minutes. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been on here. We took a nice vacation. We're well rested. Silver so September, uh, and uh, now we're back for Drunk October. That's right. I am several drinks in already before we start, which is how it should be. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get right at it tonight this is going to be uh our thing our thing our thing alex is your thing out it's isn't it always is okay (laughs) just making sure just making sure we always gotta run with our thing out tonight we're just going to kind of reintroduce ourselves to everybody because we've been gone for so long that uh we just need everybody to remember what we sound like on the microphones. We miss you guys. And that was the sound of Alex Gorley. That's probably the last time you'll hear him tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> He is done. He is all he wanted to do. <laughs> so uh, tonight's gonna, not going to be as long of an episode, but it's just going to be a quick one so we can get everything uh, ready for a spooky October. <laughs> it's spooky October, Alex. And you know what happens in spooky October. That's right. We do our How to Survive series. Love it. But to get you ready for all the spookiness that's coming your way, our way, every way, 
15 creepy Cincinnati urban legends because and ghost stories because Alex you are newly arrived to Cincinnati that's right and we need to get you acclaimed is that the right word acclaimed acclimated acclimated there yeah yeah it was close (laughs) (laughs) to the to the greater Cincinnati area right to the greater Cincinnati area Uh, so tonight uh, what we're drinking is uh, the house beverage of choice which for me is bourbon and coke of course yep and uh, what are you drinking over there I'm I'm just drinking a beer like a regular old beer all right beer Let's just call it a Budweiser. A Budweiser. A Budweiser and a uh, bourbon and Coke for me. This is my fourth. Hey, we all know how we're going to die, baby. We're going to crash and burn. Yeah. 
first what is 15 creepy Cincinnati urban legends and ghost stories. Can't wait. Uh, the first one is the witch's tree on Witch Hill. Hell yeah. I already already like this. The tree at the center of this urban legend is long gone. Yeah. But the story lives on through us. The witch's tree once stood in Alexandria, Kentucky. According to legend, three witches were hanged from this tree and managed to curse the tree before all was said and done. Their curse would allegedly affect anyone who disrespected their tree, whether by spitting on it or cutting it down or just taking a shit on it. I was going to say, could I piss on it? Like, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, just piss on it. The tree no longer stands, and there have been no reports on cursed activity following its destruction, although the people who cut it down are no longer with us. Oh, good point. So, who's to say, right? Right. Right. The next one is the Loveland Frogman. And I know you don't know, but Loveland is about 15 minutes north east of Cincinnati. Yeah, okay. Possibly Cincinnati area's most famous cryptid, the Loveland Frogman, is thought to be a four-foot-tall humanoid frog or toad that prowls along around the Loveland, Ohio area on his hind legs. Frogman. The first alleged sighting happened in 1955. Then, in 1972, a Loveland police officer reported seeing something that matched the frogman's description, according to legend. But in 2016, after sightings were reported on several Cincinnati TV stations, a second officer called one of the stations with an updated report of the 1972 sighting. Apparently, he had shot the creature two weeks after the 1972 sighting. And the creature was actually just a large iguana with a missing tail. (laughs) Are you shitting me? (laughs) I mean, how many iguanas do you see in Ohio? Well, not many. Right. And uh, so that was somebody's pet. Yeah. Its tail got cut off. (laughs) And those things do, I thought they could get on their hind legs, especially if they're like trying to fight something. Oh, yeah, they can. So, yeah, yeah, I could totally see, like, the frog man. Right. <laughs> Dude shot somebody's pet iguana. <laughs> the next one is Kings Island's vortex is sinking. What? Have you been to Kings Island yet? Yes. So there's a ride there called the <laughs> vortex. Yeah. I'm not sure if it is still uh, going or not, but this one says the vortex is sinking. Many coaster freaks have heard of that the vortex is sinking into the ground because King's Island is built almost entirely on a swamp. Many say this rumor started as an April Fool's joke in the 1990s. This urban legend is now a non-issue, given the fact that the vortex closed in 2019. Yep. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy. For mostly mechanical reasons. Yeah, that's what they Not want because to believe. it sank inches into the ground. Yeah. Or because multiple people died on the motherfucker. Despite its closure, the vortex remains a legend among 
easily persuaded kids who recently crossed the 48-inch height requirement to ride. Hey, uh, dude, there was also this ride back when I was a kid at Kings Island called the King Cobra, where you literally stood. It was a roller coaster where you stood riding it. Yeah. And it had, like, this crazy loop that you went through and everything else. And, dude, people died on that. For real? People seriously fell out of that and died. Damn. And then they ended up shutting it down and, like, discontinuing it and getting rid of it. Yeah. I wonder how many people had to die before they went. You know what? Ten's enough. I think it was less than that. I know. I'm just kidding. But it was just, like... Like the but first your threshold, if you had a if you had a theme park. No, I'm I'm thinking the people who's got money invested. Like, oh, come on, guys, <laughs> seven isn't that bad. If Alex had a theme park. No, not if Alex had one. <laughs> Ten's the limit. I just know how money motivates people. Yeah, and they're like, what? No, right. It's fine. Right. Like, no, dude, people have died on this. Like, no, it's fine. It's the, dude, it's the biggest ship that's ever sailed the seas. It's called Titanic. It'll never sink. It'll never sink. Yeah, there's some issues with the bow, but it'll be fine. Yeah, I switched the name of an older ship, but yeah, like. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a conspiracy, Alex. That number. Yeah. That's not true. That's what they want you Tilly the elephant is buried somewhere in Cincinnati. Okay. Tilly the Elephant was a part of Robinson Caruso? Robinson Circus, a popular traveling ship in the 1980 or in the 1800s. After her death in 1932, thousands showed up to her home in Terrace Park to celebrate her life. It was a big ado. Schools canceled classes. The newspaper ran a full obituary. An airplane dropped carnations from above the memorial. Since then, it has been long. It's it has been a long-standing rumor that she was buried in Spring Grove Cemetery. But according to Spring Grove Cemetery historian Phil Nuxall, the rumors are false. He writes in his book, Phil Nuxall's Stories in All the Grove, that Tilly's legs were turned into umbrella stands, and the rest of her, one long-time resident, and the rest of her, one long-time resident of Terrence Park told WCPO in Cincinnati that Tilly was buried in a dry well in Terrence Park. So basically, just threw her ass down a well, threw an elephant down a well. What year is this again? This was in 1932. Yeah, of course they threw her down a well. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. You think they give a shit back then? They're like, ah, ah, damn it! I wish, like, they made her legs into umbrella stands. You think they didn't throw her down a well? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like it, she's still buried in around the area, just a different place. Right. So, exactly. She's in. She's around. Yeah. She's around. Right. <laughs> a freight train is buried in Roll Hill. I'm from here. I don't even know where the fuck Roll Hill is. Right. Many locals have heard whispers about a massive brand new freight engine that sealed somewhere inside of Roll Hill. The reason for the barrel varies with the storyteller. 
In one version, the engine was owned by James Gamble of Procter & Gamble Company fame, used to pull his private passenger train. One day, for reasons unknown, he gave the order to seal it up inside of a tunnel. Why seal a pristine freight engine inside of a tunnel? Cincinnatians may never know. Dun, dun, dun. Insurance. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either that or he killed somebody and left it on the train and sealed it up. I mean, if you got the money, I guess. Yeah. Or what if they just go like, hey, boss, we can't get the train out. And if we do, it's going to cost this much money. Or we could just bury the train. And don't worry, Ben, just write it off on the taxes next year. And they're like, just bury that damn train. Just bury the fucking train. Yeah. Bury money. Mean, yeah. All right, next on the list. Dude, did you know that UFOs routinely fly over Adams County? No. Go on. Perhaps you've also heard the myth that secret government black helicopters routinely buzz Adams County. Buzz. Buzz. They buzz around. They just buzz. They just buzz. Bzz, 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 bzz. I'm a bee. I'm going to get you. Dude, I see like black helicopters flying around here all the time, too. Yeah. You know, also. Area f- just 38. Just, you know, private helicopters are typically painted black. <laughs> yeah. That is true. <laughs> I never thought of that. Whatever version you choose to believe, the truth is nowhere near as exciting. (laughs) Turns out that if you're driving around Adams County or even Maysville, Kentucky, you could well expect to see weird lights, fireballs, or synchronized blimps in the sky at night. Don't rush to dial 911, though. Truth be told, the area is designated MOA, Military Operational Area, Mm. a restricted airspace where Air Force pilots practice mock dogfights. It is, however, absolutely true about the little green men they've got locked up at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. Pass it on. Did you know that? I did not. I went to school right next to uh, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base at the Wright State University. Okay. When 9-11 happened, this... This will tell you how old I am. I was attending college at Wright State University when 9-11 happened. Yeah. And they locked down the base because they thought that, you know, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base would be one of the... Dude, if Russia nukes us in the next week or two, that's one of the places they'll hit. Sweet. And So glad I moved up here. Yeah. (laughs) And so they locked down, like, all the streets surrounding that Air Force Base which included the streets going in and out of the college. Yeah. So we were all stuck on campus for like a week. Yeah. Couldn't leave. Damn. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. We drank or we ate lots of pizza because the pizza place remained open. Yeah. Because it was all employed by college kids. College kids that couldn't leave campus either. So, and they had plenty of supply, so they just said, fuck it. We'll yeah. just stay open. We'll just make bank for the next week. Right. And we ate a lot of pizza. 
The University of Cincinnati is located in this is a fucking ad. <laughs> Satan's Hollow is blue Satan's Hollow and Blue Ash. Satan's Hollow and Blue Ash. All right. Blue Ash is known for many remarkable things, like a large 150-foot observation tower at Summit Park, the second location of Over the Rhine Senate, and a and a supposed tunnel to the Netherworld. The story goes that local satanic groups would meet up at a drainage tunnel in Blue Ash and conduct rituals. In doing so, they opened a portal to hell itself. Oops. <laughs> the graffiti-tagged abyss has pentagrams and phrases like hell lies ahead sprayed on its walls. Many have reported screams, trapped spirits, and apparitions, including a demon referred to as the Shadow Man. Want to check it out for yourself? Alas, Satan's Hollow is on private property. <laughs> Instead, you might have to settle for checking out Satan's Hollow, the Tunnel to Hell, a short 10-minute paranormal investigation documentary about the spot released in 2012. Or you might hear about it here on Soberless Thoughts. That's right. Private property bullshit. The Rumpke Landfill is home to a munchkin land. All right. Just so you know, we have Mount Rumpke t-shirts at DangerousT-shirts.com. Do you really? (laughs) The Rumpke Landfill, a.k.a. Mount Rumpke, is home to a munchkin land. The West Side rumor might have a tinge of truth to it. Let me tell you, I've drove past this many a time, yeah. and there is 100% a munchkin land <laughs> on this road. Right. Hannibar Ranch is a mythical Colerain township located in the 1300 block of Hughes Road on the edge of Rumpke Landfill. And apparently, it was home to munchkins, little people who lived in little houses along a dark, winding road. The little people were rumored to throw rocks at cars and attempt to scare people away. While there is no concrete answer as to why these rumors started, there are some theories. One of them is Anna Gay Ritter, or Annie, to her friends. She owned Handlebar and died in February at age 85, just days shy of 86. Hmm. One might assume her barely five-foot-tall frame might have had something to do with it. Of course it did. And for years, she lived with the perpetual torment of people driving by her property, shining headlights, squealing tires, and honking horns all through the night. This sounds like a bunch of assholes and one little short lady. Listen, if you've seen this place for yourself, yeah, it's 100% all designed like the fucking Munchkin Land from from, Wiz- when, from Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Okay. 
So she didn't do herself any favors. I mean, that's true. You're right. And it's like multiple, like multiple buildings on either side of the road. Right. Like, dude. No. She knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> she deserved everything that came her way. <coughs> the Wax Man of Cincinnati. Wax Man. Supposedly, the Wax Man is an old Cincinnati man who leaves his house every night at exactly 11.30 p.m. and drives his golden car to the same junkyard. The specter gets his name from the waxy appearance on its face, hmm. which must be quite memorable since there have only been a couple of alleged sightings. He is thought to plan his routes so that no one can follow him. But you can try. The legend says that if you attempt to follow him, he'll either ignore you or play tricks to scare you. But only a couple people have seen him. The wax man. The Uh, wax man. Yeah. Why does he go to a junkyard? And his golden car. Yeah. I don't know. But that's weird. Right. That's a weird legend. What if it's just a dude with like... Because they said he had a waxy, just like, look to him, right? Yeah. What if he just had oily skin? Yeah. I was like, what if he had like X money? He just lathered himself up every time he left the house. And he just, you know, he's got style like Elvis. I'd drive a big ass gold car. Yeah. And I'm a dumpster diver. Right. Or maybe he owns the junkyard. Right? Like, <laughs> he's got, uh, he's like a, like a king pawn kind of guy like he just has all these pawn shops and junkyards and he just like runs them all yeah yeah that's what it is right fucking people a hill at Davout Park defies gravity the gravity hill on Ridgeway Court in Covington a car in neutral just might roll uphill we have one of those here Mm. The legend goes that if you stop at the second telephone pole, put your car in neutral, and take your foot off the brake, your car will go forward, despite the law of gravity. Despite the law of gravity suggesting it would roll backwards and downhill. Whether or not this is true is still up for debate. So what happened is people surveyors actually went out to that area and it is actually downhill it's just kind of like the way the terrain set up it's just kind of an optical illusion that looks like it's uphill like Uh. slightly looks like it's slightly uphill but it's really slightly downhill yeah so that's the answer to that (laughs) i figured it out right the hook man of cincinnati oh shit the hook man of Cincinnati. And just as I said that, all all the sounds, all the winds dun, dun, dun. died down. But the crickets, still cricket. Almost every town in America has a version of the Hookman story. So, of course, Cincinnati has its own. As it goes, a doctor and his wife lived with their son on Pond Run Road in New Richmond, It is rumored that the boy was mentally disturbed and that his abusive parents kept him chained up in a basement. 
Then, in the mid-1900s, their home was struck by lightning and caught on fire. When the authorities arrived on the scene, they found that both parents had died, but all that remained of the boy was a severed hand. Now this child was mentally unwell, homeless, and handless. According to the legend, he began stealing from local homes and eventually started killing teenagers who were making out in cars with his hooked hand. Oh, yeah. That's what you got to do with a hook hand. That's the only option you have. (laughs) I wonder if Captain Hook ever killed teenagers that were making out. I think that's the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole point of the movie? Yeah. He's just trying to get after all the Lost Boys for making out. Either with other Lost Boys or whatever girls they could find there. Or Wendy. Or Wendy. She's making out with all of them. Captain's like, ah, not on my island. Yeah. Let me get out my hook. You know, have we ever done uh, conspiracies on Peter Pan? No. Okay, we might have to do that because I was sitting there thinking, I was like, "Have you heard the ones of like, like Captain Hook's the good guy and Peter Pan's the villain?" I haven't heard that, but I can see that. Yeah, we're like he's trying to save the children, and the children are essentially in like, uh, not oh shit, not he- heaven, hell. What's the place in the middle? Purgatory. They're like in a like a purgatory like kind a of thing. Purgatory limbo. Yeah, yeah. and it's. Uh, like he's trying to save them and take them back to the world where their parents are, mm. kind of thing. That's that's wild. We'll yeah. get it. We'll get into. We'll that. get into that another time. Monkeys loose in St. Joseph's Cemetery in Price Hill. You heard about this? No, but I believe it, and I would love to see it. There's nothing better than a stroll through one of Cincinnati's historic cemeteries on a spring evening, except, or maybe an October evening, except maybe one accompanied by a few monkeys. On April 7th, 2021, multiple eyewitnesses claimed to lay eyes on approximately five monkeys on the loose in St. Joseph's Cemetery in Price Hill. That evening, Cincinnati police responded to the incident, reporting that they believed the monkeys have escaped from a private collection. No missing monkeys, however, were ever reported. The only thing Cincinnati Police Department found in the cemetery was a pair of matted owls perhaps responsible for the monkeys like noise the police department also suggested that eyewitnesses may have mistaken wild turkeys for monkeys yeah because they look so much alike and they also said that it was just a coincidence that there was multiple empty banana peels (laughs) That's delivery. I was like, you almost, I was like, yes, yes. Oh, fuck. Banana pills. Harambe's ghost still haunts the Cincinnati Zoo. Well, that's an interesting theory. So animals do have ghosts. It's been more than six years since Harambe died. For real? Yes. On May 28th, 2016, the 17-year-old western lowland gorilla was shot and killed by zookeepers at the Cincinnati Zoo just for simply saving a three-year-old child from other gorillas. Harambe was a hero. Yeah. 
Harambe for president. Were the circumstances of this known famous, of this now famous gorilla uns. <clears throat> Were the circumstances of this now famous gorilla's untimely death traumatic enough to leave a spirit with a sense of unfinished business? Maybe so. Some say that Harambe's ghost is still with us, whether it's lingering around Cincinnati Zoo property or just thriving in an afterlife of memes and art installations. Harambe's presence definitely lives on. Do you think Harambe was a hero? Yeah, you're trying to save it from the parents because the parents just let the kid fall over a 60-foot ledge. Right. What was wrong he with He was his? like, hey, I'm going to take this kid away from y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Harambe should, instead of getting shot, he should have got a job working for social services. <laughs> it also makes me think, that kid's like nine today then, right? Because he was three, and then it's been six years. Like, he's, like, he's going to be known for his entire life as the Harambe kid. Was he only three then? Well, I thought that's what you said. Is that what it said? Yeah, three-year-old. Three-year-old. So he's nine So now. he's nine. So he still really doesn't know. I mean, he does, but he ain't, so? He doesn't remember it. But everyone will, everyone's got to remind him. I guarantee you that. Like, hey, uh, aren't you uh, uh, with the monkey? And, uh, it's, you know, they shot him in the head. <laughs> like, he's just like, yeah, yeah, that's me. Ah, <sighs> fucking Harambe. Like, he's just... He's going to be like a bitter old man one day. You think so? Cursing Harambe. I don't know. Or he's going to be fucking traumatized by it. I don't know. Sad to say. Cincinnati Music Hall is full of ghosts. The next time you're enjoying a performance by the Cincinnati Ballet or Pops Orchestra, wave hello to the ghosts. Just do it. Because according to multiple music hall employees over the years, there they are. The historic music hall was built in 1878, partially over a public burial ground. On more than one occasion, workers have discovered human bones during renovations. In most cases, the remains were respectively re-entered. Re-entered. At Spring Grove Cemetery. Well, how could they be re-entered into the Spring Grove Cemetery? Yeah, no kidding. They weren't there to begin with. But the ghosts of those remains, they seem to stick around. Rumors supported by everyone from the late Pops music director, Eric Kunzel, to the Cincinnati Opera CEO, and General Director Patricia Baggs suggests that the ghosts of Music Hall are alive and well. You think we could, as Soberless Thoughts the Podcast, get into Music Hall on Halloween night to do like a live podcast from the haunted chambers of Music Hall? Where's the Music Hall? Downtown Cincinnati. Oh. I have reached out to some uh, theaters in Newport. Yeah? Yeah. Um, it was a little too soon. Like, I, like I, let me put it this way. I think if we planned it and 
you know, I guarantee it's probably not going to be free. We'd probably have to, like, drop some cash on them. Why? It's free publicity. Well, that's what we'd have to spin it as. Yeah. Yeah. Free advertisement on the podcast, on a on a internationally famous podcast like Soberless Thoughts. That's right. Fuck it. I think we could. I think we could. Yeah. Anyways, that's 15 ghost stories, uh, <laughs> urban legends in Cincinnati. Uh, we just wanted to say... We're sober with thoughts. We're back. We're yeah. ready for more action. We're coming at you. Uh, wait till this Friday. It's going to be this Friday is going to be how to survive unicorns. <laughs> you might be like, well, how do, why, why would you have to try and survive uni- unicorns? Are so precious. <laughs> right. No, no. Think again. Anyways. I'm Mike Odenbeck. I'm Alex Corley. And uh, what do we say when we get out of here, buddy? We like to say it here that we all love to say when we get out of here. When you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. We're so sorry, skeletons, you're so misunderstood. You only want to socialize. I don't think we should. A spooky, scary skeleton shouts sparkling, shrilly screams. They'll sneak them, there's a couple of girls and just won't leave you be. Stop.